Welcome to the Glam Life Podcast, where we empower and inspire beauty professionals to take their careers to the next level. Your host, Victoria, is a certified business coach with over a decade of experience in the beauty industry, helping countless beauty professionals start and grow successful businesses. Now she's sharing her knowledge and expertise with you. Whether you're just starting out in the beauty industry or looking to take your business to new heights, this podcast is for you, covering topics like community, management, branding, and much more. So join us on this journey to build the beauty business of your dreams. Good morning. I'm back. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for waiting for me. Uh, If you're new here, hello, my name is Victoria. You might know me as Victoria Glam if you follow me over on Instagram. If you don't, you should. And I am your host here at the Glam Life Podcast. And I come to you each Monday morning with things like um, how to increase awareness for your business, how to brand and create content around that idea, how to get more clients, how to run your business efficiently. And uh, basically, I'm also your business therapist because all the things that you're feeling and all the fears that you have, I once had also. (laughs) So how do I know? I own the Microblading Institute, which is a franchised proprietary school across the United States. Um, We are accepting applications for new, there are a lot of requirements though, whatever, DM me. And I own, more excitingly, Brow Sister PMU products, which is where I have been. So for the last week and a half, I would say, I've been very busy um, globetrotting. So I was in Europe at a permanent makeup conference and I absolutely sold out. I couldn't even source one more bottle for these folks. So as soon as I got home, I had to turn around and make it a huge, gigantic shipment Um, which is very costly in Europe, by the way, but I had to send them stuff because they're all clamoring for my pink gel and pink cream, which is the numbing that I manufacture. And I will not complain about that. I won't. You won't hear me do it. So more on that later. I'll talk to you a little bit more about that. But today, today I want to talk to you about something that I get in my inbox, maybe more than anything else. It is content creation and all of the feelings that come with it, right? So content creation can be an absolutely exhilarating journey. But I think that it's also important to address that some challenges often come with it. So the first thing we can talk about is the first thing everybody talks about, right? Imposter syndrome. And I know that I have spoken about imposter syndrome a lot in the past. Um, If you've ever heard me speak about it before, then you know the name that I'm about to say. My friend April Meese was the very first person I ever heard use the term imposter syndrome. I remember it like it was yesterday, okay? I was driving, I had my phone on the passenger seat, and it was open to this Facebook Live, which was a relatively new thing. And April was live in her um, old Facebook group, and she was discussing imposter syndrome and kind of like the fear of success or or not really believing that you made it, um, not believing in the success that you were actually achieving. And the fear of actually reaching that level of success. Like people are going to find out. People are going to find out. People are going to realize that I'm faking it. People are are going to find out that I'm this huge imposter, right? Like if I get too big, people are going to notice me. And that would be a bad thing because then they'll find out that I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm doing. And I never have, okay? I never really have. That is called imposter syndrome. Especially in the case that you actually do know what you're doing. So I had imposter syndrome hardcore, hardcore. So I thought I used to like in my brain, right? Talking, you know how you kind of talk to yourself in your brain. 
I would speak poorly to myself, really. I remember thinking things like, yeah, well, that's because they have a real business. If I, you know, if I had an actual business, I would do X, Y, Z, but I don't have a real business. I'm, you know, it's just me who works here. Or this is just like me doing this little thing. I would diminish my own business to myself. And trust me, it's a business. Whether you want to believe it's a business or not a business. When the tax man comes, you owe the taxes. Whether you think you're a business or you don't, (laughs) you are a business. And when you need those W-2s or those pay stubs or those Schedule Cs so that you can get a car, a house, whatever, it's a business, honey. Okay? So, um... The first time that she mentioned that, I realized, number one, that I had it. And number two, that it was normal. It was normal. It is normal. So if you sit there and you think to yourself, yeah, but I don't have a big business like so-and-so. It's just, just, it's just, if the words it's just or I'm just or this is just, if the word just is in there, just know, just know you're lying to yourself. You're lying to yourself. And if you don't believe me, check with your mama. Sorry, I need some water. So imposter syndrome, I would say, is a really big one. Many creators, many of you, no matter how experienced or talented, everyone doubts themselves at some point. You doubt your own abilities. You might feel like you don't belong. You're not qualified to share your knowledge, your passions, whatever. Um, But I think that it's really important to recognize that imposter syndrome honestly is common. We have all experienced it. I know that what I just voiced to you goes on in your head. I know that. Even the most successful creators feel imposter syndrome at some point. And the other day I was reading something. I shared it with my friend Mindy who said, um, you know what? Or maybe it was my friend. It doesn't matter. Um, You know what? If you feel like you have imposter syndrome, especially after feeling like you were rocking it for some time, just know all that means is your brain is recognizing that you're starting something new. And that's okay. Imposter syndrome can be paralyzing if you let it. But if you remember that your perspective is unique, that your voice actually has value, embrace your expertise and understand that you have something valuable to offer. I want to just say that right now. It doesn't matter if you're not an expert in the eyes of academia at the moment. That's okay. I have never taken a marketing class in my college career ever. And I guarantee you, I know more than graduating seniors because that's not what they're teaching. (laughs) They're not teaching social media marketing. Okay. They're talking about trends and it's stupid. It doesn't matter. It's wasted tens of thousands of dollars when I have made up for that in real world experience. So just embrace your brand of expertise and understand that you do have something valuable to offer. Then surround yourself with a supportive community. That's exactly what I did when I was talking to whoever the hell I was just talking to, right? <laughs> Supportive. Uh, Mindy, Tracy, who Alice, I don't know who it was. I was talking to someone and I was um, reading them this meme that I found because they were feeling real impostery. And I was like, no, no, no. We're going to nip that in the bud right now. Because once I realized that I had imposter syndrome, I'm doing my makeup. Once I realized that I had imposter syndrome, it was very easy for me to recognize and kick its ass. Um, and I don't think that I'm more mentally strong than anyone else or that it comes easier for me than anyone else I think that instead I'm actually mentally weaker than the rest of you I'm like missing that thing that thing in your brain that tells you whoa 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 danger whoa whoa this is scary whoa 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 I don't have that 
So I could get up from the time I was born until now when I'm 34 years old. I could get up and I could speak in front of 10,000 people, 10 people, 10 infants. That's not scary, right? 10 gods. And I could just start talking my ass off because I have no fear of what people think of me. And I think that's probably dangerous for some folks. Um, But for me, it just so happens to be my expertise. So I lean into it. I think that's okay. But imposter syndrome can be paralyzing. So don't, you know, surround yourself with a supportive community, people who are going to tell you, get up there, say it, encourage you, right? Like you're doing the right thing. You're doing good. No, you're, don't listen to your brain. (laughs) You're doing great. You're doing amazing, sweetie. I think it's also really important to remember that success does not happen overnight, right? This didn't happen overnight. The disappointment of not seeing immediate results can be a little a little like disheartening let's say so I think it's really crucial to stay patient but also stay persistent yeah even if you have to remind yourself that on a daily basis like write it down put it on the mirror and say the harvest will come let's say my friend Sheila said that to me once and she was so right the harvest will come keep sowing your oats whatever you're keep watering your I don't I'm not a farmer but um (laughs) keep at it and the harvest will come And she was not wrong. Consistency is key. So it's not going to happen for you overnight. It doesn't work that way. And that's okay. Rome was not built in a day. Neither is a successful beauty business or a successful content channel. It doesn't happen, poof, overnight. Even Alex Earl, remember we did a deep dive into her? I am going to bring deep dives back. But I need a little time because, you know, I'm doing my summer of suns. So I'm only working three hours a day. So give me some time. But yeah, um, even for Alex Earl, she was posting for like two years. And then people say she blew up overnight. But it wasn't overnight. It was a culmination of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. And when she found that, she ran with it. because She had time because she was just a college student. She didn't have anything else to do. But yeah, it's, it's not going to happen for you overnight. Building an audience takes time. And it's really important that you focus on creating quality content consistently so it's both right like some people will say it's quality not quantity some people say it's quantity not quality I say it's both it's both and it's um a lot of trial and error it's seeing you know what works for you and what doesn't remember each piece of content that you are creating is a stepping stone toward your goal so with that said that brings up a whole new challenge (laughs) um the fear of looking silly or of being judged by your friends, your family, your colleagues, whoever, that you in your brain think your content, your new venture, venture might might reach, right? So you're trying all these new things and you're thinking to yourself, well, I can't try that because so-and-so will judge me. So-and-so will see it. What will so-and-so think? And sometimes it's really irrational. Sometimes it's okay to be like, well, if my boss sees that, you know, I'll be in trouble. And I'm not, I'm certainly not ready to quit that job. I need the income. So that I understand. But then there are the people like me who, when I was first starting out and had imposter syndrome and was first beginning to create content, I was like, I don't want so-and-so across town to be able to see this because I think that she'll talk about my business and then she, like my actual, not like she's all up in my business. I mean like my actual brick and mortar business. And I think that could actually be detrimental to the business because I haven't gotten it off the ground yet. It's that kind of thinking. Do you see what I mean? Like I was being protective of my business thinking somebody might 
talk shit on it or see what I'm doing and try to get there first or it it's irrational you cannot stop it you cannot stop me get out of here you can't stop me I can make it's my content original content I can make as much of it as I want anytime that I want but I was so nervous about everything in life back then um probably a little PTSD from my first boss who was absolutely insane that's a story for another day um that I was worried about everything right now girl I am human Xanax you cannot worry me you cannot worry me and I'm I don't know my kids don't even worry me that much they're fine they're resilient they'll bounce back walk it off throw some dirt on it (laughs) I'm one of them kind of mamas I think confidence in yourself and your ability is going to be the antidote for that remember you're putting yourself out there because you believe in what you have to offer so a supportive network embrace constructive feedback don't be an asshole um, as long as it is constructive. You know, there are going to be people who are like, I don't think you should do that anymore. I didn't like that. You looked stupid. What? Those are not the people that I'm talking about. I'm talking about people like my friend Katie Schofield will come to me and say, right, Vic, that was great. But I think you should tweak the cover photo or you should change the keyword. She's amazing at that kind of stuff. Go and follow her if you want to. Go. You can find her on my Instagram. Um, just go to the people that I'm following and look up Katie, spelled correctly, Schofield. S-C-H-O field. (laughs) I forget what her actual username is, but she'll pull up by her name. She's great at that kind of stuff, at like the actual analytics of everything. So you need to support that kind of feedback. The fear of looking silly is going to fade away, especially as you gain confidence, as you gain viewers, and you see the impact that you're actually making in your business. Then it it doesn't matter. Um, My friend Sheila and I were talking years ago and I said something to her like uh, along the lines of like, oh, I don't want to do this or that because I think this person who is known industry wide for loud capping everybody, I think this person will call me a clown or like a, I forget, I forget what the term was, like a clown trainer or something like that. And <clears throat> she said, I'll be his clown trainer. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter to me what he says. He's not paying my bills. And I remember thinking to myself like, okay, well, you can do that because you have a big audience already and you have a reputation already. But if that's the first thing someone says about me, I'm nervous. And now I realize she was right. (laughs) Now being on the other side of it, I realized she was right. It didn't matter. Actually, you would prefer that someone talk about you. That's a gift, right? Who said that? Uh, 50 Cent said that, right? He was like, I gave you a gift. Smart. Okay, 50. Thanks. I gave you a gift. Now people know your name. If you don't remember that, go and listen, re-listen to that um, deep dive on 50 Cent because that was some, I was spitting fire there. Okay, so anyway, my point is reward of viewers and then turning that into clients or customers should fuel your passion. This should drive you to keep creating. I think that the beauty of content creation is that it allows you to actually share your creativity right? Like when you're creating content, you could do trends like everyone else does, like just doing what other people are doing. But I think that the beauty of it is really when you're doing your own thing, not just putting your own spin on a trend, but actually creating your own original content, your own original audio. And the right now, at least the algorithm is favoring that the algorithm wants originality, creativity, they want you to be your own person and do your own thing. And I'm 
super into that. Share your creativity, your expertise, your love for beauty with the world. When you see the impact that you're making, like that positive influence that you're having on others, that is incredibly fulfilling. And I have to tell you, not in a braggart way, but just in an honest way, when someone DMs me and says, I love your podcast. I love your podcast. You said exactly how I was feeling. Nothing feels better than that because it means that I did my job really well. It's such a compliment to be like, oh, you really saw me. You really heard me. And it makes me feel the same. Well, thank you for recognizing me. Thanks for seeing me. Thanks for hearing me. And it also kind of builds that sense of community, right? Like we, we really do all go through the same stuff. We really all have the same feelings. We all have the same fears. We all want the same reward. Not in like a, well, never mind. Not, not in like a creepy way, you know, not like Stepford Wives or whatever, but just in the human kind of sense of the term, we all want it. I know not everyone wants it. Who said that? Don't be silly. Everybody wants this. Meryl Streep. <sighs> Can you guys tell that I didn't take any medicine today and then I had plenty of coffee? I'm sorry. I'm trying to stay on track. I think the journey of content creation for beauty businesses is just kind of filled with ups and downs. But I really believe that it's worth every moment, right? Like Miley Cyrus said, it's the climb. It really is. A lot of times... You can't reach the next level until you failed at the first one a couple of times because you won't be ready for the next level. Like how I was nervous in the beginning and now nothing can hurt my feelings, nothing can bother me. I really think that's because I failed so many times before because I was burned by people so many times before because, you, you know, like I've been through it. So I know A, it could be worse and B, that is going to pass. I'm I'm not going to say I'm unshakable because I feel like that's such a challenge to haters. But I am going to say I'm I'm much more relaxed with putting myself out there because I've been through it already. You know what I mean? So just remember to wrap this up because I'm just kind of going on now. Imposter syndrome, disappointment, fear, even the occasional silly flub, that is all part of the process. And that's okay. I think that's okay. I think... that as you're kind of going through the motions of this, you're going to be on your own journey, but it'll still be similar to mine, what I've described today. I think that you'll still get very similar experiences and you can always reach out to me. If you have a question, if you have a story that you want to share, if you want to tell me that I was right, boy, do I fucking love that. If you want to tell me that I was right, you go ahead, baby girl. You can find me on Instagram at victoria.glam and you can find me here every Monday. I will be bringing... Um, the deep dives back. I will. I'm just not going to be able to do one this week because I have too much other stuff. I was in Europe for, what was it, 10 days, something like that. So I'm backed up on a lot of things that I've got to kind of, you know, get my, get myself in gear, get my ass in gear. But once I have that in gear, we will do another deep dive. I promise. Thank you so much for spending time with me this morning. And I will see you right here again next Monday morning. Bye.